Welcome to a special summer bonus episode of the Food Professor Podcast recorded live in our on-site podcasting studio at the Seattle Food Innovation Show in Toronto. Over three great days in May, Sylvan and I met dozens of food innovators and thought leaders. These are their stories. I'm sure you will enjoy hearing these incredible interviews as much as we enjoy hosting the conversations. Stay tuned for season four of the Food Professor podcast, Canada's top food industry and Canadian produce independent management podcast, when we return live on the mic Thursday, September 21st. Delienda, welcome to the Food Professor podcast. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. Well, my pleasure. So, uh, as um, many of the listeners may know, my wife is uh, from Portugal, so I was naturally drawn over to the Portugal booth here at the Seattle show, mm-hmm. and I wanted to find out a little bit more about what you're doing here at the show and what's going on in Portugal. I see you've got some, uh, some products that are very familiar to me and some that are not familiar to me. So, let's start at the beginning. Who are you and what do you do for a living? Okay, so uh, I'm the executive director of Portugal Foods, mm-hmm. which is a Portuguese cluster. Uh, we represent the food industry along, along with universities and R&D centers. And what we do is to promote uh, Portuguese food and beverage industry abroad. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a lot of work with the companies uh, on innovation and also internationalization. Okay. So, and where, where are you based? And Are you based in the mainland, as yeah. I would call it? Yeah, <laughs> we are in Portugal, in, uh, in uh, near Porto. Okay. Uh, but we represent uh, all uh, the national territory. Yeah. Um, the, um, we have, like, I would say, right now, 170 members. Okay. But we work... With also with other with other companies that are not our members, we work with everybody, mm-hmm. and um, it's a nationwide uh, yep. representation. Yeah. And and what I guess it's a it's a bit of a funny question, but what brings you to Seattle? Obviously, it's to bring Portugal to Canada and look for distribution. But you tell me what uh, why yeah. would you come here and and what you do? Yeah, usually we we have like twenty to thirty actions uh, every year mm-hmm. to promote the Portuguese food and beverage industry abroad and so Canada is a very important market mm-hmm. of course uh, and so we came here we came to Seattle which is a very well known show a trade show and we come with some companies to promote uh, their, their products mm-hmm. so we are here with uh, five companies uh, four companies and, R&D, uh, and also mm-hmm. a R&D project a huge mobilizing project mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's what we have over there at the Portuguese uh, booth so uh, take me into your world a little bit what, uh, when I think of Portugal I think of dairy and cheeses of course I think of wines but uh, tell me about the, the what's new and what innovation looks like and what, what kind of new products you're, so, you're yeah, hearing about. Yeah. So um, some people know that Port- Portugal is very well known for the gastronomy, culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, usually our food industry used to be, and it is still a little, very traditional one, also very family-owned um, companies. But uh, for the last, I would say, 20 years, a hmm. huge uh, transformation happened. Since and, uh, you joined the EU, yeah. right? I mean, that had to be yeah. the big yeah. transformation, right? That was the, the I was in Portugal. Yeah. The first time I was in Portugal was when I got married 20, 
seven years ago. So that was my, but I've been there a bunch of times. I've seen a big, yeah. pretty big change over the years, right? Yeah, I, I would say in all sectors of the economy, but uh, in the, the agri-food sector, uh, a lot of transformation and uh, innovation is really, really a key word. Mm. So uh, our companies, um, the, the good companies, the ones that export, uh, are always innovating and in process, also in product. So they are very well prepared right nowadays to face the, the external markets. Mm. Uh, but of course, always a big challenge for a small country, which is based uh, in one of the western points of Europe, mm. very far to go east. But of course, uh, and we have the Atlantic between <laughs> North America, yeah, Brazil, yeah. and Latin America. But of yeah, course, yeah. it's a... Uh, it's very interesting to do the work with the companies, and I think mm. that our industry is really modernized. And also, um, we have you no, know, you know, we are very flexible, and sometimes that is a good, a good thing uh, to work with other countries. Mm. Uh, and also, uh, we had a, this work led that we are already known and recognized as a quality partner, a very quality, flexible partner. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a good supplier for right. America. Yeah. Um, so when I think of Portugal, you know, I think of uh, seafood, of course, as I was saying, uh, the olive oils. What, what does innovation look like in those categories? Like it's a, it's a bit hard to innovate around uh, sardinish and, uh, yeah, and no. olive oil. But would, talk about what innovation actually looks like. You had, you had talk about some of the products. Yeah. Uh, mainly in those, those kind of products, for example, very, very different products. Um, you, you talked about sardines. We could, we could uh, also speak about tuna or the category of canned fish mm -hmm. is really a very innovative that's one. That's really taking yeah. off now, right? The canned, yes. uh, the canned yeah. sardines, like yeah. in very bespoke. Very I was trendy. in Spain last yeah. week and uh, they were everywhere and I imagine I got some Portuguese ones as well. It's big now. It's interesting, yeah. right? Big yeah. now. Yeah, the companies that we have in Portugal, I don't know really how many companies, not much, but the ones that exist, I think seven companies more or less, mm. they are really very, very good companies and they do a lot of innovation. Uh, in product, of course, uh, but also in the um, in the, the packaging, mm -hmm. also of course marketing, mm -hmm. and uh, the, the the quality of the product, products like mackerel, sardines, tuna, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes with the different um, the olive oil, the organic olive oil, or seaweed. So there's a lot of development in the, mm. in the composition of the, the final product mm. not only the sardine but so the, the, the sardine in tomato sauce yeah, or yeah. with uh, you know uh, it's really a trendy product right now because the um, I, I, I see there's a, I've seen pictures of a store in, in, in Lisboa that's nothing but a, a store of, of yes. canned Food, you know the one I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, we have them several in Porto, also in Lisbon, uh, also in Aveiro. Some company. Uh, it's a company uh -huh. that developed uh, this kind of business. I would have never imagined yeah. such a thing 20 years ago. Yeah, and what they have is that uh, all is canned canned fish, yeah. and then you have your the, the data. You have the years yeah. in the can, so yeah. you can offer someone in the the, the, the year that you were born or <laughs> the year that you were married, something like that. Come on, that's <laughs> Just great. Just to celebrate with a with a can fish. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, let's let's talk about your other big industry, uh, wine, uh, port, port port wine. Yeah. I mean, I, what I've watched over the years, I mean, the port wine industry was British owned. It was like foreign owned largely, but I've seen the Portuguese wine community grow and really work on the Douro grape and, and come into its own a little bit? Is, is that the way you think of it as well? Yeah, uh, if you talk about port, it's, uh, 
very strong and very well, the most well-known uh, sure. kind of wine uh, abroad. Sure. Uh, the work that has been done by mostly by, of course, a lot of companies, as you said, are uh, English-owned. Yeah. The families that live going back in the history of yeah, uh, how yeah, it all happened, yeah, right? That's, yeah. Yeah, but they live in they live in Portugal sure, that, sure. for some generations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, and they are very strong. Uh, the exports of port wine. Uh, are a little bit uh, stable, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe starting to grow again now. But uh, but where we are really growing a lot is uh, table wine. Sure. Because Portugal is very small country, but we have uh, hundreds of uh, grape varieties. Yeah, yeah. It's a very different situation from yeah. uh, some other countries. You know, mm-hmm. there are the staple grape varieties well known uh, everywhere in the states in the new world uh, wine countries mm-hmm. but uh, we have such a variety uh, I would, for example uh, in the north part of, of Portugal above Porto mm-hmm. we have the that's the Douro wine uh, region that's, yeah? that's to the east okay. uh, if you go north you have the, a very specific region which is Vinho Verde mm-hmm. Very fresh. Oh, with a little uh, sparkle to it. That's a little, delicious. Little sparkle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fresh, white, and also red, but mostly white. And for example, uh, the U.S. market is very keen to that kind of product. Mm. It's very good in summertime mm-hmm. with fish, with shellfish. Mm. Uh, it's really, really. It's an example, and you only have uh, Vinho Verde in that part, the region of Portugal. Right. Nowhere, Nowhere else, else. In, in the world. And Douro, of course, Douro is yeah. it's an, an amazing place, yeah, yeah. very unique place in the world. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the wine is very, very good. <laughs> very so when, when you think about, uh, so you, you cover the world, what's your, your major countries? Is it, uh, you know, from an export perspective, would it be America, China? Like, what are the top kind of three or four? Yeah, uh, uh, Three quarters of our exports go to Spain. <laughs> three quarters go to yeah, Spain. Yeah, so as you see, our neighbors... Right next door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quite... Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I was surprised. Yeah, it's really and always increasing. So they are really our main partners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's very easy to go to because Spain is over there, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> so, uh, but of course, we are investing and we are preparing companies to go... Um, other very important markets uh, you know with COVID and also now with the Ukraine war mm. um, we are we are working more specifically uh, and also by by demand of the companies right. the US Canada expand this uh, way to expand yeah, yeah. this way mm. of course that uh, like one one month ago we were in Japan Mm. At Foodex mm. Japan, mm. So very interesting uh, exhibition. And, is that uh, is that new for? That's a small. That would be a new market, newish market no, for no, you. No, uh, no, yeah, it's still new because we have uh, only a few companies going there. But uh, we have been working and preparing uh, Japan for a long time. It's mm. very very interesting, a lot of potential, um, and also a very trust difficult but trusty market. Mm. Yeah. I know that. Uh, I know. I talked to some grocery buyers, and you would do. Things like uh, junkets to take uh, buyers over to Portugal to experience is that is that part of your trade craft? Yes, is is yeah. you come here, but also you bring yeah. people over yeah. there. And these kind of um, events, uh, the inward um, yeah. missions, or uh, they are trade missions. They are very very important for our companies because, first of all, the, it's very easy for them. Okay, because all the, we had, we do the matchmaking. We prepare the the companies and also uh, the buyers. 
they select the companies they want to meet with, mm. we prepare them, so it's very effective, and we do, do it usually at Portugal Foods offices, and um, it, very, very good and strong opportunities for right. business for the companies, yeah. Very good. What's next? What's next that you're working on for 2024? And, uh, you know, are you growing the base of companies that participate in the program, or are you continuing to export? Are you trying to figure out the UK with their, you know, the Brexit thing? I mean, uh, do you, have you guys got to deal with the UK yet? I mean, there's no shortage of opportunities and challenges, I guess, in your job, right? Yeah, you, 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 of course, UK is very, right now, is very specific. We have to work that very specifically because everything is a little bit changed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's a challenge because they need... Uh, European can the European products, of course, they yeah. are not not self-sufficient. <laughs> of course, they have the their uh, main partner in crime, I would say, which the yeah. US, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but we we yeah we will do some things there over there. Because everyone yeah. has to negotiate their own deal, I guess, with the UK now. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. We have to. We, we are going there for a trade show in 2024. Yeah, okay. and also do some uh, some events, more gastronomy. Uh, with chefs, more more dif different kind of events, you okay. know? yeah. But um, what we want for 2024, we have we are starting new projects to support the companies, and uh, we will of course work in uh, the markets that we have been working, sure. like of to course Canada, grow US, and develop, yeah, grow and yeah. develop, and all, and we are always uh, trying to understand more about other markets, and we do it um, hmm. indoor. We do it ourselves first. To see the potential of the market, let's say in the Middle East, Middle East is important. Of course, we're not talking about Dubai or the Saudi Arabia, which are important markets. Sure. But other. Uh, Latam. I mean, you must be yeah. fairly busy in, obviously, in Brazil, yeah, Brazil but uh, Brazil Colombia is, and. Colombia. We are right now right, Southeast Asia too, but of course, uh, we are preparing right now a, a specific event with uh, Colombia, for example. Uh, but um, but Brazil, of course, it's very important for us for all the reasons. <laughs> and and uh, your assessment of the show, good conversations, is it is it worthwhile for you? The show it's been a good show for you. You know, everyone asks, hey, is it a good show for you? How has it been for you? Yeah, yeah, I would say it's it's going well. We had some problems with uh, some products in the beginning. It's a different. It's getting always, them in. To get yeah, them yeah. In, yeah, yeah. The fresh produce, it's always a problem. Sure. Very difficult. But um, but now um, uh, some companies more more happy, others less. But it's <laughs> always like that, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's quite busy. Yeah. All right. Well, if people want to get in touch with you or your organization, how do they do that? What's the best way? So uh, we are open arms for everyone in Portugal. Um, we are a team of ten people mm -hmm. near Porto, as I said before. And uh, if you look at uh, the webpage of our Portugal Foods. Portugal Foods. Portugal Foods. And is that portugalfoods.org? Dot org, okay. yeah. Portugalfoods.org. We also org. have our Facebook, our LinkedIn page, also Instagram. So very easy. Very active. Yeah, and uh, if you want to send us an email, and uh, we will respond, yeah. Well, perfect. So I'll, I'll put some of that in the show notes. You can send me some of those links. I'll put them in the show notes. Thank you, Thank you very so much. much for uh, spending a bit of time with the Food Professor Podcast. It was nice to meet you. And... Uh, I've got lots of Portuguese listeners from family, so uh, okay. I'm sure they'll enjoy the conversation. Hope so. Thank you very much for the invitation and the opportunity. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If you like what you heard, please follow us on Apple, Spotify, your favorite podcast platform, so you can catch up with all our great interviews, including celebrity chef, restaurateur, and entrepreneur Chuck Hughes. These Summer CL bonus episodes of the show will be released every Thursday, and be sure to tell all your friends and colleagues in the food service, grocery, and restaurant industry 
all about us. I'm Sidvesh Alabod, the food professor, author of eight books, and senior director of the Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. And I'm Michael LeBlanc, consumer retail growth consultant, keynote speaker, and producer and host of a series of retail trade podcasts, including this one. You can learn more about me on LinkedIn. Have a safe summer, everyone. Bon été tout le monde.